everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And this is the first episode of the season five of the Good Witch podcast. We're talking all about our favorite show, The Good Witch on Hallmark Channel. And we're talking about episodes one and two, The Forever Tree, part one and two. I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. And Georgia is here. Hi. Yeah, so this is so exciting. We finally had to wait a whole month. But we are here to talk about Good Witch. And do you guys think that they were going to try to do the Forever Tree parts one and two as like back to back? Or do you think that they split them because of the one called the heart thing? Could be. It could be. I like they were going to do kind of like a, a mo- almost a movie event sort of thing. Yeah. I could see it either way. Uh, it, it working. Uh, it's hard to know what they had planned. I can't remember if I'm, if I heard about it being a two night premiere, you know, when they were first talking about it or not, but yeah, I'm sure. It would have been more convenient to do it that way as things are. I feel like they probably were going to have it be a week apart originally and then they had to cram it Mm -hmm. into one week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) I guess Thomas knows. They don't even know. We'll be honest. Hallmark Channel doesn't know. It's not the best at, at, at long-term planning. <laughs> they're, they're, you're better off short-term planning when it comes to Hallmark. That's why all their like, weddings have to be. It's because their turnaround on movies is like 30 seconds. So they're like, right. who knows what movie will be ready by then? Who knows? And, and yeah, surprise, new movie. We didn't even know we were airing this two weeks ago. <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> to be completely honest, we hadn't even started filming until three weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that Nikki Deloach one, it was like a month later. She was filming it and a month later it was on. And I'm like, how do you, seriously, how do you do it? I don't know. Well, it's that's so most crazy. of them. That's yeah. Awesome. I mean, and I know we're not talking about When Calls the Heart right now, but yeah. the turnaround on the When Calls the Heart stuff has, was nuts. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah, Nina was telling me that uh, that I was. We were talking about the preview show for June weddings, and uh, Nina Wyman told me that uh, that the, the they actually had shot the scene for the clip in the preview show th- that same day, like a day or two before, and they rushed it on to be in the preview show. Like, wow. So funny! That's They're crazy. amazing. Like I can't even. I honestly feel like I wish that the Hallmark editors worked for Big Brother sometimes because Big Brother, the editing on it is sometimes a hot mess. Yeah. And I just feel like they would crush it. Yeah. That's Um, very true. Anyway. (laughs) Speaking of being rushed and things not going directly as planned, um, Abigail was having a lot of issue getting her flowers delivered. Mm-hmm. Am I right or am I right? How did you guys feel about that? Well, like, were, you know, the flowers falling apart and the food not arriving. Yeah, there were all kinds of stumbling blocks. And I I kind of wondered if they they wanted to kind of maybe get us to think that they were going to trick us again. And that we, you know, kind of built up the tension like, oh, there's going to be some crazy thing with, with all these challenges. But it ended up culminating really nicely in the the worries of grace i thought yeah so I, I honestly was for sure thinking they were going to like haha cancel the wedding yeah i did too did they trick you georgia 
they didn't necessarily trick me, but I was like, we're really doing this again. Like it's going to be, a, we're going to pull off a last minute wedding kind of thing. And then it was the, the switch up with it being Grace instead being worried. I was like, well, that just sitting here crying now. That's great. Cause it was really well done. I thought the writing over the last two episodes was really, really good personally. Oh, it was so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so there, the things that were wrong there, the stuff wasn't arriving. And then are we counting Stephanie and Abigail having the same dress as, as oh, you have to count it. You have to count it because it was a total 90210 tie and you have to count it. <laughs> the thing about that is like, if they were all being like, oh, here are our dresses. Aren't they basically bridesmaids? Like, would anyone have been like, how dare they have matching dresses? Right. That's what I was thinking. I, I, I thought they were. I just assumed they were bridesmaids. Don't so, but I don't know. It's funny. Like, that seemed like an awfully particular dress for uh, for them to both randomly pick out. <laughs> Although I did like the color. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's a tiny town. There's probably only, like, one store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yet they have this uh, head of media relations or whatever from Sam. <laughs> like, what? That He's was a cool thing. guy. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, okay, so we had the matching dresses, and then the moths ate the dress. Yeah, yeah, and I was a little confused about the solution of that. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But no, we can talk about it right now. I didn't really understand what she did. Did she just? Is it magic, or she cut it, or what did she do? So I think because it was, like, an old-timey dress, but there was probably, like, lace high up to the collar and, like, probably lace on the long sleeves. And I think the moths only ate the lace. So I think she just removed the lace. Okay. Okay. I They did a lot in those two days. The <laughs> wedding day and then the day before. When they were out looking for the forever tree on the day of the wedding, I think, wow. I know. And, like, Kathy was driving there. So, A, it was either far away or they were, like... <laughs> ninjas so fast moving all of those chairs she even imagined and like not just the chairs but like the flower arrangements which are usually pretty delicately placed it was amazing that was the merrywick magic right there but nick apparently is now a merrywick magician so pretty excited about that i mean not um, and then the clergy guy having, having allergies. Is that the last big stumbling block? Um, yeah, I think that, I think that's the last. I was a little bit worried when, uh, with this whole Vincent thing, the cousin, that that was going to be more of a stumbling block than it is, than it turned out to be. Uh, especially when she ends up driving with him and, you know, George ends up going ahead. And I thought, oh, no, it's something going to happen. I mean, I guess you had Abigail, uh, her car breaking down. But I don't know. I was just like, this Vincent guy, what's up with him? But he ended up just. I'm still a little bit like, this Vincent guy, what's up with him? <laughs> <laughs> you guys think, I feel like they're setting him up to be like a character that stays. I, yeah. I think so, too. I, I don't think it'll be like, uh, I don't know, just one of these, like Lauren Holly last season or whatever that was just yeah. there, her dearest friend that was there for one episode. Uh, but yeah, I there's something about him that I I was just I kept thinking that he was gonna mess it up somehow. I almost thought it was odd that they didn't set him up with Stephanie or something because it seemed like they're like, okay, he's there. He apparently wants to find somebody. Everybody's looking for somebody, and then he there's nobody for him as far as I can tell. 
I personally would really like to see him with Abigail. Right. Um, because I am honestly not feeling it with this other mayor dude. Maybe that's okay. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe that'll be it. I don't know why. Because he's the Blairsville mayor. Like, he's super flirty and cute and stuff, but, like, I don't know. Might not. Yeah. I feel like their scenes together felt flat. And was that just me, or did you guys feel that way? It was Abigail, so I did not feel that way. I thought they were way better than Abigail and Phil. Oh, don't talk about it. If the bar is Phil, then sure. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) But why did Stephanie's guy, why did he end up performing the wedding? He's a chaplain. He's a clergyman. That's how what he's doing at the hospital. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, you're right. Too good for Stephanie, Martha. No, he's too big. Oh, Martha. When she said he was too good for her, reaching for the stars. (laughs) I I seriously. Oh my gosh, that made me so upset because I'm like, nobody's too good for Stephanie. Are you kidding me, Martha? This isn't Yelp. I do think Stephanie's guy. Can't leave a review like that. (laughs) The nice thing about that is, like, you know that Martha would have said everything she said on her Yelp to people's face. Yeah. So. No, and she would have felt like she was helping. She was doing the right thing. She was helping people (laughs) by saying all that. (laughs) She's so funny. Yeah. But Uh I do think that Stephanie's guy is. I think his name's Adam. Yeah. Um, he is. I think very dreamy. And the fact mm-hmm. that he's like super great with kids and so is super cute. I felt like his basic ball coaching was a little weird. I'm not, <laughs> not, not, not like, oh, weird. I was just like, he doesn't seem like that great of a coach. <laughs> I don't know. He's helping the kid. <laughs> he got the kid to hit. I don't know how that's a home run. It would look more like a, a, a generous double. But well, I mean, it's a, short, was... it's a smaller field for children. Did yeah. you see where he was pitching from? That wasn't the mound. <laughs> I, the kids was really excited. So excited he had to give a a, a, a mother hug. <laughs> Just think of something. That was like uh, the only thing that bothered me about either episode. It was like he had really that's the misunderstanding is the mom comes over and hugs him. It's like, oh, she was so grateful for the help. And like that was like it was a little bit of a weird hug for a mom and coach. Like, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I'm not loving him yet. Also, I can't tell you how much I was like, this is not the same guy. They're not the same person that they both like. It took me like two seconds <laughs> to be like, no! okay, wait, they're they're not the same guy. But not really two, but like when he was in his full motorcycle stuff, I was like, is that the same guy as the chaplain? And then obviously I realized once he turned around in his mayoral chair, but. <laughs> I, I really thought both of them. I liked both of them. I mean, I I'm not a hundred percent, but I, I I've been I think they've been charming enough for the first two episodes. So we'll see. <laughs> but no, you're like they have different faces. Obviously, they're not twins. But like when all we saw of him was like, I'm gonna get some orange juice, and then he was like in town on a motorcycle. And there's another yeah. guy who matches the same description on a police okay. water. Yeah, I mean, they're both brown-haired white guys of roughly the same height, so I, I, I get it. Athletic build, dark hair, same exact amount of facial hair growth. 
Okay, no, because the one, the mayor looks way more like Brandon than, than Adam. So I was, like, really confused a couple times because I was like, why is Abigail talking to Brandon like this? And then I was like, oh, God, no, wait, that's that's her guy. Never mind. What I'm just saying is, can we look have, like, a different-looking kind of guy, please? And not only does <laughs> that least... them in the same episode. <laughs> you just want to bend back, that's They all. can have a, a want to have glasses, maybe, or something. I don't know. I, or I want to be clean shaven, or right. one. I don't but know. Maybe that's the point. Maybe he's supposed to. Maybe the the mayor won Donovan. Maybe he's getting the boot, and then she's gonna end up with the foster brother. You know. I hope so because the foster brother does look different, and the foster <laughs> brother, for those of you who don't know, was the secondary friend character from Christmas Festival of Ice. With mm-hmm. the girl Sarah, played by Tegan Vince. Yeah. Uh, remember Christmas Festival Vice? How yes. I was obsessed with A, the mayor of that town, and then the like best friends who had like no dialogue but fell in love in the background. Yes. You were obsessed with yeah. anything about that movie? That's remarkable to me. I I loved it. How much did I love it, Rachel? Yeah, it was in your top ten. Are you serious? I don't, yeah, I'm going to so be completely cute. honest, you guys. I've never gotten through the whole thing. I, I that's just, because you spend too much time paying attention to the main story. <laughs> I know that the main guy is against the Bruins in hockey, and so I was instantly mad at him, and I don't watch his movies anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to say that um, I'm rooting for the Blues. You shouldn't, because they play dirty. And we only have one hockey player. But I'm not saying what team anyway. we're going for. I have zero but, hockey investment. So. And I don't really like actually care because I'm not a huge hockey fan. I just mm-hmm. want them to win because they never won before. They don't okay. deserve to this year. So, but we should say that uh, Mark Ben David, who plays the mayor, it's his birthday today. So, oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Mark Ben David! <laughs> happy birthday! Two out of three of us like you. <laughs> him i just don't know amber honestly i didn't feel like they had a great chemistry i felt like they were pushing too hard they were like super cute and she's all oh like karma's never looked this good and stuff like she's all she had she had all the best lines so maybe that's it i'm just saying like but but you know having good lines doesn't mean that you necessarily have chemistry i understand that but i just like that she has someone with a personality instead of bill yeah, like she, he was so much better than Phil. Yeah. Once again, if it's Phil, then whatever. <laughs> that's what they gave us to compare to, so that's what we have. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to somebody else who tried to get some romance this episode, which was Mr. Nick. And he is also another guy with dark brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> they hate the blonde red. Yeah, I think the that. casting director has a type. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but so I'd like to title this part of Nick's storyline No College Lies and Videotape because not videotape, video games because that's all he did. How do you guys feel about the video game problem? Like are you team team Harry, Prince Harry, where you're like, all video games should be banned, they're ruining lives or are you like chill, they're fine? <laughs> I I didn't know that was a Prince Harry thing, uh, but Prince Harry literally wanted Fortnite to be banned in the UK. <laughs> no idea. Um, I don't like video games myself. I I I have a lazy eye, so I can't really play them. I don't really enjoy them. 
and I I don't know, but I don't necessarily want things to be banned just because I personally don't you know enjoy them. But I do think you have to be careful because uh, they can become too much, you know. So you've got to manage. Like if I had kids, I want to manage the amount of time they're playing video games. But that's up to every parent. I, I so I would say I'm. I, I think all media should be managed by by uh, but good parenting. <laughs> so that's what I'm in favor of. Good parenting is my. What about you, Georgia? I'm in favor of. How are you feeling about this video game development? <clears throat> Are we talking about his decision or just the video game? Both things. Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> well, see, I would be a massive hypocrite if I were to say that he should find something else to do and go to college and, like, find a real job because I, like, live for my obsessions. So if that's Nick's obsession, he can find a career out of it. That's fantastic. I honestly thought it was clever. It was – it wasn't like, oh, he's going to be a doctor like his dad or he's going to work at a shop or something. They did have hints in the past season before because he liked his video game stuff and, you know, Sam was mad at him. So it's consistent with his character. It's something you actually can make a really good living off of now. And um, I just, I think it's kind of cool. I don't know. I like it because it's, it's different. It's not necessarily, you know, standard Hallmark, but I'm, I like when people find something that they're super into and then you can make a job out of it. It's great. So yeah, the more I yeah. talk about it, the more I'm in favor of it. Yeah, I love it. I also liked though what Grace said. It was something similar to the fact of that the uh, he said, "Oh, I'm interested in, in I can make a career out of video games, and I just don't have a plan." And then she said, "That's the problem. Not necessarily doing the video games, but the lack of a plan of doing the video games is the problem." Well, he was yeah. like, "I could maybe have a future in video games." She's yeah, like, the maybe is the problem. Yeah, you're right. So and the problem with the big thing that he needed to do was to get courage in his convictions. I was talking yeah. about it. And I was like, he just needs to have courage in his convictions. If he's, like, ashamed that he's not going to college, then go to college. Or just I mean, like, I'm not going to college. That's very yeah. – as Elle Woods says, courage of conviction, strong sense of self, you know? Yeah. It's, it's all about just listening to speech every day, and you got it. Nick, Nick yeah. just needed that. It's true. But I am the kind of person who, like – if my children were like, well, I'm going to play video games, and I'm going to be like, fine, you go sit in front of that TV and play video games for five hours because you're going to be an eSports star, young man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't do that. Don't say that. Because to me, it's a relief they didn't make him a professional video game player. I mean, it's a competitive market, so he needed to have been better at the games than he is. Level five? Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I'm glad that they made him decide that he was going to be in a developing thing. But, like, when he was just like, maybe I'll be developing. And I'm like, well, what are kind of development are you going to go into? Are you going to go into the storyboard? Are you going to go into the art design? Are you going to go into the actual yeah. programming? Yeah, figure that out. I mean, he's still in, in high school. It's great. These are things yeah. that I care about, Georgia. I mean, I mean you have to go to college to be in most of that developing that is not necessarily true i mean to to you need if he's uh, gonna learn coding then you know it would be beneficial to go to through a program but that's not necessarily a like college graphic design, design stuff yeah, like that. these are all things that you don't necessarily have to go to college for you don't have to you could teach it yourself you could take i mean i don't know why we not community college like we do you know yeah. generally well, that's speaking, still college. college yeah i'm like learn it there you get a degree and you're if you're good, you can get a job at it, you know? I am not the person because I don't generally think that necessary. Like, everyone's like, everyone should get to go to college. 
And I'm like, I don't think college is that worthwhile. <laughs> Boom, I'm technically it. going to college right now, right? Like I'm taking online classes and I'm like working full time and whatever, but I'm just getting a degree because I want to be able to say that I got a degree. Like I'm not going to do anything with it. So mm-hmm. I found a program that's like pretty cheap because it's just, you know, a thing. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. there are a few people who love college more than I did, but uh, I do agree that uh, we have placed far too much of an emphasis on it that, that it's like, that it's right for everybody. I don't think that's true at all. And there's definitely a lot of people that would do better by just diving into an internship type experience and just learning uh, on the job. Uh, you just have to find out what the career you want and what the prerequisites are and what's required. And or like, I mean, my mom talks about how necessary and people say it. Trade schools are super useful and necessary. You always need it, you know, and that's just all kind of stuff that's mm-hmm. fallen by the wayside. And I don't know how past however many years, but yeah, college yeah. is not necessarily for everybody. That's right. I, I honestly have used very little of both of my degrees. <laughs> I have a master's degree. And as far as like nuts and bolts skills, Aside from just like reading and writing and that kind of basic that I became better at, uh, I most of, most of my skills I've learned through trial and error. Um, good thing I'm not Nick's mom because he, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're going to be a gamer and or programmer. Like, in this chair, young man, we're going to get you some blue light filtering glasses. We're going to get you a programming keyboard. Let's go. Or you can yeah. take that. Have you seen that thing you can take that supposedly makes your eyes filter out blue light? It's a like pill. A drug? Yeah. No, I never heard of that. It's like oh, a gosh. supplement or something, and it's like no blue or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> I was not happy to see it advertised. It freaked me out. That does seem like something that Cassie would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on if it's like an herbal thing. If it's yeah. not, then she wouldn't recommend that. Of course. Yeah, I don't know which but, one it is. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't mind this plot with Nick. I thought that uh, he. I can understand why he would tell the white lie that he does with the girl, and he's obviously insecure. And I, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I was frustrated with him as it was happening, but at, to the you know where we've got, I was like, "Way to go, buddy!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another and- thing that frustrated me this episode was uh, Grandpa. What's his face? Nick's grandpa, Sam's dad. Does he have a name, by the way? Oh, all of that. The his, the dad and mom. Yes. I don't yeah. know their name. Dad and mom. There and that, that is there are two things that are wrong with that marriage, which is the dad does not pay attention to the mom at all, and the mom's just like, mm, okay, fine, I'll just not say anything ever. Well, it was not even about. That was so frustrating. It was. And I know uh, Cassie solved it by being like, here, play some music. But that's not going to be, like, a great solution. If all they needed in their marriage was a guitar, <laughs> then whatever. But, like, they need to learn how to communicate. Yeah. And mostly, the wife needs to learn to, you know, express her needs. Because, I mean, this is my thing. I don't know if you know this. I'm like super sure of myself and also like not shy about expressing my opinions which i think no. the reason why like i don't have a man is because i'm like no no this is what's happening but anyway because i'm just i'm like this is what i need 
please provide it. And yeah. they're like, what? That's not really direct. And I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> you can't. Took too long. <laughs> Took too long. I thought that he was really aggressive and really rude. He was super dismissive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that he was aggressive. He was like, the, what's the opposite of aggressive but not passive? Like, I don't know. Just like when he's like, fix me a bagel, lady. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, that's I, true. Kind of like, what? Like, and you know what she did? She made him like, a bagel. Absolutely. How much schmear would you like, dear? But it, you could tell that that really bothered Sam. So I was surprised that that was the only, like, that he wasn't more involved in the solution. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like that was a great solution. No. Because they didn't actually, I mean, the dad had so many opportunities to, like, step up his game and actually fix the problem. And then she'd give him an out, and he was always like, okay. That's fine. We don't need to do the thing that'll make you happy, that yeah. won't hurt me at all. If somebody, and then, yeah, yeah, and she was like, oh, I've only been making you bagels for the last 20 years, and I would, that's not what I would have said. I would have been like, get over here, make your own bagel, you lazy <laughs> bum. That's what this I would have said. Rachel and I are single ladies. <laughs> I guess I need to be more like, yes, dear, here's a bagel. As a yeah, right. <laughs> How about you get me a bagel? <laughs> I know, look at which one of us is married. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's not hard to figure it out. You bake your own bagel. <laughs> oh, well. None of us are married, by the way. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I don't I'll get a bagel master. That was uncomfortable, yeah. for sure. But I just didn't, I didn't like that resolution. Like, yeah, that's the I only thing that really fell flat for me. And maybe we'll see them again. And they'll have, like, a better relationship because Kathy Magic worked. And we just didn't get to see the full resolution of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know that the, the knee-jerk reaction is to want to be, like, oh, the husband's a jerk, kind of. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm also, like, that lady needs to learn to be assertive. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. If they made her say how she felt and he still just wasn't getting it or listening or, it like, oh, okay, whatever. She always says that. But then realized, yeah, I should play the song or go see the fireflies or whatever. You'd go, okay, so we kind of got it, and you're good. But it's just like, oh, maybe somebody else will come in and fix our next, you know, disagreement or miscommunication or whatever. It's not going to work like that. But the other thing is that, from my experience working with people that are domestic abuse uh, victims, is that being around somebody like that makes you submissive. It yeah. makes you, like, you can only stand it for yourself so many times before you can. <laughs> and you either have to, I mean, it, either, it either whittles you down or, and, and makes you feel bad about yourself, and so you don't, or you just leave, like, one or the other. And so that's what I, I kind of figured, like, this is an older woman and, uh, you know, from a different time, and she probably has just given up, like, talking about, you know, giving up standing up for herself, you know. I mean, at the least she, I guess at least she said, you know, I've been making your bagels for 20 years or 40 years or whatever. But, but yeah, that's probably part of it. But it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But I did like her voice. She had a very pretty singing voice, I thought. Just singing. Mm-hmm. I liked it. That song creeps me out because it's in a, like, 80s, 90s scary movie called The Lady in White. Oh. It's a very formative, creepy movie from my childhood. But, like, everyone sings that song, and they're like, oh, how lovely. And I'm like, no, mm-mm, ghosts. Not good, not good. <laughs> I thought I thought her voice was pretty. But, um... I, I'm not saying anything about, like, but, like, the minute that I was like, heaven, no! <laughs> oh, 
I can see how they would use it in a creepy way, and I don't, I don't like that. Well, what did you guys think of Grace's arc in the in the episodes with her thinking of her dad and everything? Uh, it was so well done. Yeah. I was actually really excited we got to see Bailey Madison cry because she is amazing at it, and I don't really think she's had a lot of opportunity to do that in the show. Yeah, you know, it's generally a pretty happy show, and you know, and but even in this episode, like you've had that moment of sadness, but it wasn't like melodramatic or maudlin. It was just like it literally came from a place of like love and loss and longing and it was just so beautiful and she was amazing it was really good, it was really good. and you loved I, it. yeah yeah you didn't like it georgia oh i loved it i yeah. I was seriously sitting there because i watched the first episode by myself and then this time i had people in there i was watching with my mom and brother and i was just like i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry in front of people but she does such a good job and i, I mean you know we all love her from other stuff anyway but it's true, you don't usually get, like, I know she's had it in the past, you know, the first season, something with a little more depth and a little more to work with. But so much of the time, it's like, oh, I have to fix this, or, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life or something. And this was so, it had just the two of them out there on the lake, and it was all quiet, and it just felt like a natural way for it to happen. And it didn't feel like they were doing it to make people sad or to make it be like, oh, look, now it's all fixed and tied up perfectly. You know, it's like it was mm-hmm. still going to be, sad but mostly happy and it just seemed genuine from her which is obviously remarkable because that's not they're all acting i know but it's like you felt it so much it was really it was beautifully written it was like perfectly acted i don't know i had zero problems with it except that i was crying because the only thing i would have loved is her to have a little scene with sam just yeah. to, to talk about it you know that would have been it really nice yeah. i mean i get that but it wasn't really about her relationship with Sam. So no, it, I know. didn't need to talk to Sam. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I missed that. And I felt like Sam talking to Cassie about it being like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm there and whatever." I think that was fine. Mm-hmm. I just think it would have been sweet. But but it was it was really good. I really liked it. And you know, it's nice as a way to kind of bring everything back to uh to you know, bring back the the previous wedding that we had on the sh- on the series kind of tie that in a little bit is to kind of have this moment about her dad that was but was nice did, i mean she and sam did find the tree together so that was kind of you know to get yeah. so which is nice you know that was kind of their moment that's it true really that's a good point it was like the magic brought them together <laughs> you know yeah. the thing that would make cassie happy brought them to like it, it wasn't like they had to talk about specific things and maybe that was it i mean it'd be nice if the magic came together not like an hour before the ceremony (laughs) it was a full hour i'm pretty sure that was like 15 minutes it was well then like george is going right george is going to the ceremony and they're like okay well i'll drive you and vincent drives or whatever when the parents were gonna go see the fireflies didn't sam say that the, the woods are five minutes away yeah, like the wedding's starting right now, and they're still out there looking for a tree, and then they have to set everything up over there. I mean, that, that was like, but she she wasn't in her dress, right? No, not yet. So she, everyone, she was like, "Where is everybody?" And she's like, "Well, everybody's just carrying trays and stuff." So, yeah, I'm gonna get you in your dress. That's what just you, what we didn't see. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see all the behind the scenes. Well, we saw them in the the reception area, I guess, but and we saw some of the. Uh, 
the rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner situation. But, uh, but what did you think of her dress? I thought it was beautiful. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was very different from like all the other dresses we see in all the Hallmark movies and like, Trust me, it is wedding dress season on Hallmark Panel, so <laughs> I know wedding dresses. But it was really different than her first wedding dress, which was nice. Oh, yeah. Because her first wedding dress, that was just basically, like, a slip dress, kind of, like, very nice simple strap. spaghetti strap thing. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and she had her I hair recall, She had her hair up. Marathon on Sunday. <laughs> Did you guys uh, watch any of the marathon on the Hallmark Movies and Mystery? Well, then. Are you dead? Which do you watch? I don't even know. I kept turning it to it and then turning it back. I don't know which ones I was watching because I've seen them, but it's been a while. And so I was it like, just oh, made I me this part, and I turn it. It made me miss Lori so much. I figured you would be sad. I was so sad, no, and no. I was like, somebody better acknowledge that Lori's not here. And then Brandon with the cutest toast ever. Did you cry when Brandon gave his toast? That yeah, was really cute. Because I definitely did. Also, side note, remember how Nick and Grace were fighting over who was going to have a better toast? Yeah, I guess Nick won because Grace didn't even give one. <laughs> it's true. Don't bring it up, Amber, because now I'm going to think about it. Now I'm <laughs> down. Maybe they just couldn't show it to us because it was so beautiful. <laughs> Maybe. But that was very sweet That's with Nick. All the toasts were sweet. I enjoyed them all. And then... The last thing that ever happened in the whole history of the show for this episode was we gotta listen to This Will Be an Everlasting Love by Natalie Cole. <laughs> when that started playing, did you guys just start cheering? Because yeah. <laughs> I did. I was like, yes, this is rom-com royalty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're pulling out the big bucks here. This is exciting. Because I went, I went and looked. And so this movie was featured in these five prolific rom-coms. Bride Wars, which you can argue will say is not prolific, but you'll be wrong. Must Love Dogs, A Cinderella Story, and then the two top, The Parent Trap and While You Were Sleeping. I mean, honestly. Obviously, (laughs) the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap, not the... The real one. Yeah, the real one. But... Um. Do you not remember? They've used it in Wedding Bells, too, yeah? Oh, you're right! In that Hallmark. Yeah. I, I That's actually one of my favorite. I love that one. It's a good one. Yeah, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. I thought their vows were really sweet. Just very yes. traditional. Although, I will say... No. Because I'm queen of nitpicking. Don't. Adam was like, will you, Sam? And then Sam was like, I do. And I said to myself, that does not answer the question. He should have said, I will, or what's his face should have said, do you? We're all mad at you, Amber. We're all <laughs> mad at you right now. I was like, why is it like this? Whose idea was that? Because, you know what? Adam got brought in last minute. Yeah, he's right. all cute. coaching baseball that morning or whatever he's doing, being all cute. And then he comes in and is like, oh, save the day. So sorry if it's like Samantha. But it's not like it doesn't change the meaning of things. But I was surprised they went so traditional. But I liked it. You know, I I would have thought they would have done something more like write your own vows kind of a thing. But I, I thought it was. They did. I they had their it. little. They had their. Stuff I guess they, they had the speeches. But, but the vows were traditional. Yeah, I loved it. it I really so did. But I was. But because I am Captain Semantics, 
I should get a shirt that says that. <laughs> I was like, mm, you didn't even answer the question, sir. I will say that I was watching with my mom, as I said, and, you know, my mom is very supportive, the most supportive. But, like, sometimes it's like, oh, Hallmark movies, you know, like, sometimes yeah. the writing. She said, unprompted, that it was very sweet and those were very good vows. So I'm like, stamp of approval, the right. end. The mom stamp. Well, that's the thing about Good Witch. It is so well written. It is. It is so good. And, like, the worst part of the dialogue was a will's I do conundrum. (laughs) So, that's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Did you say that they have new showrunners this season, Rachel? Yes, they do. New showrunners. So, I I feel like... That necessarily mean new writers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just wondering. Because it felt like... It felt a little bit fresh. It felt like yeah. some new ideas, but uh, but yeah. I what did you guys think of Martha p- p- Part Two? Oh, Martha running around. Okay, I okay, Georgia, plug your ears. I am no. so irritated with Abigail being like Queen Mayor because she doesn't even want to be mayor. She just doesn't want to let Martha be mayor. Tell me, I'm wrong. You're she, wrong. She, she said that. She literally said those words. I just don't want to admit to Martha that she's right. She literally said but that. But she doesn't know yet. She's learning what it is to be mayor. She's learning to care about people and to care about the town. It's give her, give her the season. If you hate it, still, then I mean, I can respect that. But man, I because I'm a like the things that I care about are what motivates characters. How, how many times have I said that? Like, why does a character do a thing? And she's just doing it to be spiteful, to deny Martha the thing that she loves. But okay, like, why Like, why does Martha genuinely want to be mayor? Just because she's always, not always, but she's been mayor for a long time. She likes to have control over stuff. She's like, you know, they have very find similar... Find a person who loves Middleton more than Martha. Catherine. I don't know if that's true. Plus also <laughs> that's a good it. answer, though. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I don't know. I I'm fine with that being her reason because sometimes we have petty reasons for stuff. But I just don't think they should stretch it out too long, or they need to give something to Martha that's better. Also, and, uh, <laughs> real quick to Mister Mayor Davenport. He's like, Martha's a political opponent, so I don't want to change it so that she's the mayor of Middletown. And I'm like, why do you care what's happening in a different jurisdiction from you? Because you dum-dum. She is now a citizen of Blairville. You know what that means she can do? Run for mayor of Blairsville. And I would love that. That would be hilarious. She's not going to do it, but I am so excited about the idea. And also... since you are working on your re-election uh, campaign, watch out, bro. If Mayor, if she doesn't become mayor of Blairsville, or at least threaten him, then I'm... I'm a but at least guy. Martha kind of got back at Abigail by selling nothing at her store all day. That was kind of funny, I thought. I feel like we're missing, like, the most important parts where Martha is apparently, what, gonna have a talk show? And Abigail yeah. shut off the guy's water just to get money out of him i mean it's like fantastic but what do you want this is this is what i've been waiting for i love it i love it i, I thought it was entertaining and yeah the idea of martha hosting a talk show is very fun i think come it's on amber that would be fun 
No, I'm excited for Martha to do it. But I'm just saying, Abigail being the mayor to spite Martha is not my favorite aesthetic. Like, I can give you that. I can say, okay, I wish that they would give her a little more of a of a reason or a little more of a, you know, altruistic reason or growth of some kind. But I feel like that's going to come. Yeah, I, I feel agree. like that's kind of the point of it. And I just love it. Everything she does as mayor, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. I love it. But, but Amber, don't you think it makes Seriously. it better by the fact that she literally acknowledges that it's petty? She literally, I mean, human beings do petty stuff. That's I mean, it always does is prove that I'm right. Which I mean, obviously, I enjoy being right. But you, you should respect that. You should <laughs> like, oh, I say what I need and I say what I want and stuff. And you know, she's she's honest like you, Amber. But she's not going for what she wants. She's actively pursuing something, not because she yeah. wants it. But she because... acknowledges that, which makes it better. It does. It doesn't. It's fine. It does. But one last thing that did drive me nuts this episode was that Abigail gets a flat tire. And, like, she's not even trying to fix it. Not in that dress. <laughs> well, I was surprised she didn't get Mr. Hunky to help her fix the tire. That she knew what was going to happen. Come on. But but she just wanted to ride on that motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Although I was like, wow, how's she going to get on that motorcycle with that dress? But I guess the slit that's, was high enough that it worked. I was like, yeah, I was like, Hallmark, that's a really high slit just so she can get on a motorcycle. <laughs> At least it's side saddle, young lady. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That, to me, Martha having talk shows, that made me really happy. I was like, yes! It's going to be awesome. amazing, and it's going to go bad fast. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably going to air, like, people's dirty laundry. I can totally see that happening, or something going on. It would be hilarious. So, yeah. All right, so... Real quick, what do you guys think is going to happen next week? Because we didn't really get a preview, right? No, we didn't get a preview. Um, it, well, we got a little one about the honeymoon. All right, the honeymoon. That's the name of the episode, is the honeymoon. Do you think we're going to spend the whole time on the honeymoon? No way. I think they will be there, but I think it will flip back and forth between the Middleton characters and them at the lodge or whatever. Well, didn't they say in the description, isn't it like they have to help whatever couples like running where they're staying like the inn that they're staying Kathy has to help somebody everywhere like not right though (laughs) 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 at least they're not taking a uh, taking Grace and Nick (laughs) (laughs) fair fair point but uh but yeah I'm sure that we'll have we'll flip back and forth between something going on with Martha and something going on with you know, Stephanie and Abigail and all our characters and then go back to the honeymoon. Do you think that we're going to see that uh, horse girl again? Lindsay? I think it was just a one-off. Hmm. I assumed so, but it's, I guess it's possible. It could not necessarily be. I mean, she, she did kiss him at the end. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's That's probably. also another reason why I've never had a husband. I don't just kiss people. Right? <laughs> I was like, I saw. I was like, okay, you're in high school, sure. <laughs> I think they graduated though, aren't they? Isn't this the summer after college? No, we haven't had the graduation yet. Oh. No, no, we haven't. No. Okay, see, that's helpful to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think Grace is going to get a love interest? Yes. Yes. In the previous show, they showed her putting her uh, head on a, a person's uh, young man's shoulder. Oh, for all we know, it could be another 
uncle or something. No, it was it was no. a young man her age. Okay, and I do want to reiterate one last time that George is absolutely zero relation to Kathy and and the Grace like at all. Right. Which yes. just makes George the best. Yes. Yes. That was a sweet scene between Because them. George is literally Brandon and Lori's dead mom's dad. So, like, he has no relation to Grace yeah. or Cassie. And he's right. just like, absolutely, you're my grandchild. Come here, grandchild. Come here, daughter-in-law. <laughs> it's adorable. They're, they're family. This is modern 2019. It's fine. I'm, I'm not saying it's not fine. I just, <laughs> I, every time, I have to be like, he's not her grandpa. Rewind, rewind. But that was when he was at, she was asking if he'd walk her down the aisle. That was very sweet. Okay, real test. Do you feel like Nick is now going to be a grandchild? Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. For if sure. He's not already, yes. He, he was helping him with his speech in the, in the finale last season. I would be really excited to see Grandpa George and Nick time this season. Mm-hmm. That would be cute. Yeah, that would be cute. Is wait, did I miss something? Is Brandon, Brandon and Tara, they're leaving? Yes. Yeah, yeah you, you, they're moving somewhere. They said. Did in, they say where? France, I, I guess. Is it France? They're somewhere. Well, I just made that up. I was. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know where they're moving, but yeah, there was that whole conversation. I hope they're moving to Grace. And Jeanette's gonna have more Hallmark movies. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we're not going to see neither of them the rest of the season. That's for sure. I would also really like to say that I need Bailey Madison to have her own Hallmark movie. Yeah, I agree. I suggested it in our think tank. It's just important. Mm-hmm. I mean, Date with Love was not enough, you know? Like one where she's kind of a grown-up, but also mm-hmm. like not an old lady. I agree. Like, can't we just have a movie about a 20-something girl finding love. Like like cats and dogs? Yeah, but like, you know, Bailey Madison. Yeah. <laughs> and a movie oh, that yeah. I actually like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I suggested in our think take, which you guys should listen to if you haven't, of our ideas, uh, that Bailey Madison, she should get, a, she should get her own movie. We should do something for the, for the youngins, like, our good friend Amy. So uh, I th- I thought it was great. I loved the wedding. I I feel like these wedding episodes are usually done pretty well with for Hallmark, but this definitely one of my favorites. I thought it was really good. And there was like no bridezilla at all. Cassie's the best. So Cassie could never happy. be bridezilla, even yeah. if she tried. So that made me happy because I hate bridezillas. So. I love them. They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, if you'd like to see Bride Wars, that's not oh, the worst. Even I don't watch that movie. Oh, it's the worst. Your, your questions, your comments, and also we have our feedback show where you can call into. If you have a, something to talk about with the wedding, then call our uh, our hotline for uh, feedback. And the number is 801-855-6407. So call. You can send your uh, feedback to feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com. And consider becoming a patron because it's super fun. It's only uh, $2 a month or $5 to be part of the Facebook group 
So check that out. We'll have the links in the description section to take a look if you're interested in that. So Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Ember Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And Georgia, where can we find you? On Twitter, I am at Georgia Speech. Great. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media on iTunes and YouTube. So please check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast all over social media. We try to post every single day. And uh, we try to cover everything Hallmark. It's so much fun. So uh, this week, we are going to be having our uh, recap of the Countdown of the Summer uh, movies with uh, with the Hugs of Hallmark girls, Leanna and Megan. So that one's really fun. So make sure to check that out. And thanks, you guys. This was really fun. And we will talk next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.